Okay. This is the part where I say, hello, welcome to We Like It So What. I'm Jamal Murphy sitting here with. I'm Eric Bethel. And, and I am. You kind of stepped on his dick a little bit, too. I did, but I did that on purpose. You, you had like one foot, you had the foot like elevated, but then didn't step down all the way. Tip. I was going to stamp it. Oh, oof. But I said, no, I'm just going to lightly okay. caress it with my toe. Right. The very considerate <laughs> Terry Gravely over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not always mean, Eric. Well, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, here we are recording another episode. Still coming off the high of DC fandom. That was seen by 22 million viewers. And cocaine. Yeah, that too. Oh, I thought you were talking about the RNC. <laughs> Which is probably seen by two two viewers. I haven't been paying much attention to that, but I'm like, eh, Dude, whatever. I haven't look, paid any attention. Look, I watched some of that RNC, and they were passing out drugs in the back. It's like a cult. Because I'm I'm praying <sighs> someday soon, someday soon, they'll go ahead and pass out their Jim Jones Kool Aid. Well, shit, they probably already did. And I ain't talking about Dipset. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. It's, Wait, not, it's not Dipset, bitch. No. Diplomat Kool-Aid? I'm, I'm ready for them to get that Kool-Aid. Man. Go see Hellbop, whatever the fuck it is they want to go see. <laughs> I don't know what Donnie Jr. and his girlfriend was on. You saw my Instagram. Uh-uh. My story with uh, his girlfriend was, it looked just like oh, Emperor yeah, Kimberly, Palpatine. Uh, Kimberly Gilfoy, Gilfoy yeah. Looked just like Emperor Palpatine's speech from episode three. I gotta, I gotta go look. Holy shit. I gotta go look. Well, we, we know they're good at stealing speeches. They'll steal the fuck out of speech in a minute. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. Lee Bad. <laughs> I, I, uh, a, a friend of mine had on, on Facebook a post of, of uh, one of Trump's campaign ads. That was showing a bunch of violence or some shit in it. And it said, you'll never be safe in Biden's America. Oh, fuck, that's, that's what's going on now. And it was like, what the fuck? Motherfucker, this shit is happening right now. What yes. the fuck has it got to do with? It's happening as we speak. Yeah, what the fuck has it got to do with next year? We ain't safe right now. No. The fuck are you talking about? But his, yeah. hey, his people, he, they I, eat that shit up. Yeah, they sure as hell will. And they are. Because I'm going to tell you like this. <clears throat> if Biden gets elected and he fucks up, guess what? We want his ass out too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll never hear the end of it. Yeah. The but Democratic saying, Party would never hear the end. They I don't give never a, be I, able to it, And that's why I say it. That's why I said the whole it, it, Democrat. It, it shouldn't be no double should, standard. It, it, not double standard. It shouldn't be no two parties. Right. The motherfucker gets up there, he gives his spiel. What I want to do for America, what I can do for America, what I think I can do for America. And if you like them, you vote for them. Yeah. If you don't like them, you vote for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at that uh, the other day. Like everyone who's running for president now. So you've got libertarian candidates and green, but they don't have enough of a following and they don't have a big enough name Mm -mm. and they're not established enough. And it's that, not just that. Yeah. They don't have money. Yeah, that too. They don't have money to get on these fucking, uh, on, the, on, the, on, on TV. On the ballot, yeah. yeah. They don't have money to get on TV. Yeah. You can get your name on the ballot. You just ain't got money to get on TV, you know, place all these ads, get your name out there all over the place. 
what they need is like if you had a celeb whatever celebrity to say, Oh yeah, I'm a Green Party candidate, that'll that'll get a little bit of momentum, but not yeah. enough that it will get past two percent of the vote. If you're a libertarian, you get maybe two percent of the vote. Yeah. One percent. That's why, that's why maybe, Donald Trump where ran under Republican. Yeah. He could have ran on his own. If he had ran on his own, though, he wouldn't have got as far. Plus, he already told you how he feels about y'all Republicans like 20-some-odd years ago. And they fell for and it. And, they, and he did it. They hook, did it. Hook, line, and sinker. They did it. He knew what he was doing. Well, some people He's try seen. to say that, that that video got erased from the internet. Hmm. It's the Mandela effect. Like, people... Say, you know, people feel like they remember him saying that or remember seeing a video, but then no one no one can find the actual yeah. video. That's because they went back and you can get stuff erased completely off the internet. It takes a lot of fucking money. As long as don't have a copy, you know, then you have the Mandela effect. Because I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Kazam exists. <laughs> oh, you mean Sinbad was in Shazam. Shazam. No, it was Kazam. 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 Starring, Kazam. starring who? Sinbad. Sinbad. Oh, okay. You too young. Okay. I, I think was, you uh, you probably would have been a little too young. No, I, I was thinking about the other Kazam. With Shaquille O'Neal in it. No, not with Shaquille O'Neal. That wasn't called. With, was that Kazam? I don't know. Shaq. Oh, Shaq. Okay. What was the name of that movie? Kazam. Kazam. Okay. Where Shaquille, Shaq was My the bad. genie. Shaq. What was the movie, that, <laughs> the, the supposed title? Of the Sinbad movie. It I wasn't. Would say it was Shazam. I don't think it was Shazam. That's a good question, Terry. But I swear I remember a movie when I was younger. Is is that the Mandela effect? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm not the only one. This is big. Is it big? Is it huge? This is huge. It's the biggest thing we've ever seen. But I remember a movie. With Sinbad. Yeah, yeah. saying it was a 1990s movie named Shazam, but Shazam with two A's at the end. That's what people are thinking oh, okay. they remember, okay. which is probably why he was on the panel for Shazam 2 ah, at yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. DC Fandom. I swear I remember a movie with him playing Genie. Maybe so. I mean, we'll never know for sure. Do you remember the movie? Fuck, I can't even think of the dude's name. Light Skin Cat from the 90s. Had a Jerry Curl, was in a lot of movies. Stoney Jackson. Stoney Jackson. Yep, because he was in um it was a movie with Robert Townsend. It's like a rock dystopian future. What? Now that I do not know. I just looked that up the other day. You ain't talking about Hollywood Shuffle, are you? No, hell no. I said dystopian. Oh, well. That was just broke as hell. <laughs> but yeah, Stoney Jackson played a um I think he was a genie or was he a pirate? No, now you're getting that mixed up with Blackjack Savage. Yes. That was where he was a pirate. Yes, he was a or pirate. Ghost pirate. Ghost pirate, not yeah. a genie. He was a ghost pirate. Maul Murphy came with the deep cuts. I'm glad because it was two different actors that played that uh, yeah. that part. Somebody played him in a movie and somebody played him in a TV show. It was Stoney Jackson played him in the movie and then Stephen Williams played him on the TV yeah. series. Yeah, Stephen Williams. Yeah. From they, the X Files, they they did the reverse. They went from from light skin from to light, dark skin, light to dark. Yep. Steven. And I'm glad somebody else remember that because I was starting to believe that was a fucking um, <laughs> no. That was a real thing. It was yeah. on NBC. I think it was Steven only like uh, Williams, like one season. That was one of the. That was I liked the movie. Didn't like the show as much. 
I remember Stephen Williams from Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, yeah. As Creighton Duke, <laughs> who I think had the best part of the whole fucking movie. He definitely had the best lines. Yeah, some character they just made up in the, yeah. this bullshit mythology. Yeah, yeah. Who, who had seemingly had a past with Jason that we never fucking heard or saw. Well, that's <laughs> something we can get into on this episode. So, Eric, you've got news, a little bit of news on some uh, horror movies. I got might some be news, in a little man. bit of a little bit of turmoil. Then. Quite possibly. Yep. Um, so, and I didn't even know this was going on. But apparently, there's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot in the works. I shit you not. Like, I'm usually on, like, on top of this shit. I had no idea this was even happening. A, re- a <laughs> reboot for the reboot. Terry, what's so yeah. funny over there? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. But you good? I, I'll show you in a minute. <laughs> you can show me now. No, I'm going to show you in a minute. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea this shit was happening because nobody saw Leatherface. And that we're shit. not talking about our current president. So. Yeah, 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 we're not talking about that. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that was, that's, oh. that's Pleatherface. Pleatherface. Yeah. Pleatherface. Yeah. I don't even know if you can call that who's, Pleatherface. Who's doing he, the reboot? He, he looks like his face caught fire and somebody <laughs> tried to put it out with an axe. <laughs> that's how he looks. Yeah. Ain't nobody's face that fucking orange other than Hulk Hogan, but anyway. He looked like he's been stained. Like he was made of wood. Yeah. The human stain. Human stain. He is a human stain. <laughs> stain on humanity. Yeah, on our humanity. Who's doing the, the, the reboot? Okay, so apparently directors Andy and Ryan Tohill have exited Legendary's Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel after one week's worth of production, citing creative differences as their reasoning for leaving. I've never heard of these guys. Oh, the old creative differences. You know what that means. They got fucking fired, basically. Yeah. I've never heard of these guys. Apparently, um, uh, well, I'm sorry, they they appointed David Blue Garcia, who directed a movie called Tejano uh, for the, as the movie's new director, which is said to take place after the events of the Toby Hooper-directed original. So, so this is a... Reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2? Or is it a reboot? Or is it a reboot of Texas Chainsaw 3D? What could be all three? Could be both. Which Texas Chainsaw Massacre Texas Chainsaw 3D takes place in the present and is a direct sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw. What the fuck is going on? Does it it, does it does that one erase two? Uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D? 3D. Yeah, yeah. The the other apparently the other ones aren't canon. So, so it's the original 74 Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then Texas Chainsaw 3D. That that was the supposed to be, the, in the new canon, the direct sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Leatherface was still alive and apparently had a cousin some, who was Alexandra Daddario, by the way. And let me tell you, you know what? That movie actually wasn't too bad. It sucked. I don't think it was all that bad. <laughs> that movie sucked. I don't think it was all there that bad. There was only two things good about that movie. Her... No. And her. <laughs> and we, we ain't going to talk about that because yeah, we've been toxic down. masculinity. We've well, been down that road before, by the we way. We have. Yeah, well. Yeah, we have. She was the best thing about that movie and her assets. But anyway, sorry. But so. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this movie. And I don't think anybody else does either. Well, number one, why there's another, why there's another reboot of 
something that's been rebooted twice, let's say three times already, why that's in the works, and two, what what broke down with these directors that that they got let go within the weeks? Maybe. Is that, is that a week of pre-production? Is there a week of actual principal photography? Principal. So. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to make Leatherface black. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. It's highly unlikely. I'm just saying, maybe. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. It's another uh, Chris Lord and Phil Miller situation. Well, not entirely. At least they got through, what, like 75% of yeah. Solo before they got let go. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. How how what kind of breakdown happens when you're a week into filming a movie and they say, "No, nah, this isn't working." Yeah, you're you're fired. Yep, you fired. I think that didn't that happen with the Avatar Netflix uh, live action. Yeah, they uh, the original Avatar guys they yeah, left. They yeah. did. Yep. Apparently, they weren't. Their vision and what Netflix's vision, they they weren't Netflix was, they weren't jiving. So they, they, they said they didn't want any and I hate saying it like this, but they didn't want the white people in. You mean the creators said the that? The creators said that. They wanted all ethnic. Mm-hmm. Which I hate saying like cause Caucasian is an ethnicity. It is. To us, that's another ethnicity. It is. But they they want a non white cast. Okay. I mean, I think you can have some white people in it. Considering the source material, maybe not. You think so? I told you, I've, I've, we've been over this with anime. Anime yeah. skirts a, it skirts a line. Yeah. There was no, there was hardly, if any, anyone with dark skin in that, in that, in that, in that series. No, not really. But I think all of those nations are supposed to be kind of representative of a particular nationality. Let's say everyone from the Fire Nation is Asian. Everyone from the Water Nation, I guess, is supposed to be Inuit, Pacific Pacific Islander. Yeah. So maybe they wanted to be more authentic to the material and the characters as opposed to what we got in the live action movie, which was... I'm talking about the, kind of the, flipping around. the cartoon. The live action movie was pretty diverse. Yeah, it was. There was no, no but, none of us in there. But, yeah, no. Which you could argue we could be Earth. Now that was, uh, they were all Asian, I think. On that yeah, one. they were all Asian. All in, Asians. In but I mean, if you're going to say you're going to have all ethnicities in there. Except for white people, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't. And then too, I, I don't want to. I don't want to see. I don't want to see you do that and say you cast Fire Nation and make them all white, make them all the villains. You understand? I don't want to see that. I, yeah. I think that's it's kind of fucked up too. That's reverse racism. Psychological reverse racism. Yeah, it's still racism though. Right? Still racism, but you but just reversed it. Reverse the roles of the racism. <laughs> We the racist so, in the end. So it's still racist. Still racism. Yeah. But just reversed. Yeah. <laughs> I've never understood that fucking <laughs> I know. This is reverse racism. Like, so still racism, right? It's just, just racism. Zarek, what do you think about this? You th- do you think it's time for another reboot 
of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, even though we just got one a few years ago. In this case? Nope. No. Because, I, I mean, any other time, like, I'd be all for a reboot, you know? Because, I mean, I, I don't mind seeing somebody else's interpretation of, of an IP that we're already familiar with. But in this case, you don't know what timeline it takes, what they say when it takes place. But you got so many timelines. You got all these sequels that seemingly shit in the mouths of the movie that came before it and after. Like, you don't know what the fuck's going on. You don't know what's going on. There's zero cohesion. So like who whose story are we telling in this in this in this new iteration? We right. don't fucking know. And it'll be another group of youngsters traveling through who are gonna die Texas. horrible, yeah. horrible deaths. It's, but I mean that's that's beside the point because that's just the movies. But like you said, why do we have to keep erasing these other people's movies that came before it? Yeah. You know, you're gonna take uh how many was in the original? How many what? How many um, movies? Four. Okay, so you had Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 74. Then you had part two. Then you had three. Then you had uh, The Next Generation with Matthew McConaughey. And okay, so and it was Renee three. Zellweger. It was three in the original. I don't count four. Because four came years later. Okay. And it was so fucking bad. Yeah, bad. I'm sure Matthew McConaughey doesn't count at all. He doesn't Nor count does Renee Zellweger. Zellweger. Yeah. Um, I forgot she was in it. Yeah, yep. but so you had the, those but, but, three. But, but, okay, in, but, so, it, but in as far as the movies I'm, in their totality, I'm, I'm not talking about totality. I'm talking about as far as the look and the feel of the first. You had that one part two, and then you had three, right? Four chronologically, it was it was included, but looked nothing like the old ones. No, so I'm I'm saying the three. So. But it's still a sequel. It is. Yeah. But yeah. I don't give a fuck if you erase those. <laughs> well, you, you dig what I'm saying? Because that one sucked. Okay. It, admittedly, that one was fucking horrible. Okay. But so, so then you had the remake. Michael. Uh, not, Michael. Bay not gonna talk about remake. the remakes yet. But what? why do we have to keep getting rid of like the Toby Toby Hopper's the, Hooper. Hooper his 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 originals Hooper Hopper. Well, he 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 didn't. I think he. Um, I think he was involved with two, but after that he, he wasn't in three. He wasn't involved. No, you with know, three. he'd had nothing to do with yeah. any of them after after the. Uh, now I can understand two. him mm-hmm. erasing three, if you if if you want to say that, because I'm trying to remember the plot to plot of three, and I cannot remember the plot of three. Yeah, I can't remember it either. That's the one I, of those, the one in that series that I really can't remember that yeah. well. And I and I vaguely remember two. And I remember too because Dennis Hopper, Dennis crazy Hopper, ass and that's man. why I said Toby <laughs> Hopper. But uh, I remember that's the only reason I can remember uh-huh. two. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm okay. I can understand getting rid of three because this seems to be forgettable. Mm-hmm. But we get getting into this rut. All right, now we're gonna talk about the remakes. Mm-hmm. The uh, the original, I mean the the first one was good. Yeah, it was very good. It was awesome. The the prequel, and, then, and then we had the beginning, which was the second, but it was a prequel, which came before the the first remake. Yeah, which I also thought was good. It was good, but to me, it was the exact same fucking movie. Yeah, basically, but yeah. not as good. It the beginning, I, I equate Texas Chainsaw Massacre the beginning to the prequel to the thing, which would be a topic coming up later. 
which is a lot of it's set up for what you're going to see in the next movie. Yeah, and that's the good part. Because there, there are a lot of things in the beginning that they set up. Okay, so this is how he, you know what he does with the mask, and this is how this guy lost his leg. This is what happened to the sheriff, so on and so forth. And to see how all that pays off in the remake, it's like, okay, I get it. They had the same uh, look and feel. Yeah. Which I can appreciate, but because it was the same, uh, it was still uh, Michael Bay's company doing. Yes, right? Platinum Dunes. Yeah, yeah, just different director. I yeah, think. different director, but it was still but, the same production company. Yeah, but 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 they kept they kept the continuity. They kept they kept the same visual visual aesthetic, which I can definitely. I was going to say everything looked like it stink, just like it did in the first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just nasty. It, you know, just ugh. I just had gross. to take a bath after watching that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nasty looking movie. <clears throat> I was gonna say something fucked up. Uh oh. But um, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw 3D, I yes. thought, was looped with those two, not no. the originals at first. No. That movie, I, I, you liked it. I liked it. I thought it was terrible. Okay. The, some of the lines, and I'm gonna tell you the line that I wanted to kill every fucking <laughs> body was at the end uh-huh. when she threw, which, did she throw it? The fucking chainsaw? Yeah, and she said, yeah. "Do your thing, cuz." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a horrible line. Eric, horrible doesn't describe it. The line itself, the delivery of the line, everything was just so fucking terrible. Trey <laughs> Songs was in it. I, yeah, yeah, it was another you, 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 terrible. Died horribly. He did. But you know what? I actually like the ending of that movie. I like the ending because, okay, is the movie great? No, but I I, I I like certain aspects of it. I like the fact that, you know, he's been underneath this house in his own little area, and he had this you know, this this woman. I can't remember who the woman was, but she was kind of taking care of him. She, was, shit, she keeping was. Keeping him in line like a caretaker or some something to that effect. His aunt? Something like that, I think. Or was she a cousin? Uh, or was she the grandmother? I don't think she was a grandmother. Okay. No, she inherited, because Alex, Alexandra Daddario's character inherited the house yes. from her grandmother. I yes. thought it was her aunt. Yeah, that he, was it. He's right. And it just added a weird new dynamic to the, to the, the family, so to speak. You know, he has this cousin that he didn't know about. Of course, she didn't know about who the fuck her family was, but yeah. then... Once they realize that they're related, and then you got the crooked ass sheriffs doing their fucked up shit, and then once Leatherface realizes, well, this is my family, I'm gonna look out for my family, because that's what them crazy motherfuckers do, which as one should do if you're a family member. I like the ending because, of course, the grandmother dies. Everything is left to Alexandra Daddario. She has this murdering motherfucker down in the basement, and you just accept it. Yeah. It's odd because she can keep him in line. Because it's obvious that he, he, he posed, like once, once he realized who she was, he was no longer a threat to her. And he, and he tried to protect her. You know? It's, it's fucking, it's batshit crazy. Yeah. It's a really crazy ending that she is left with this responsibility to look out for this motherfucker. Because she can keep him in line. Yeah, like and, a, and, and he will protect her if need be. Like a pit bull that can be unleashed yes. at 
at any moment. Exactly. It's fucked up, but I actually like that aspect of it. And I just like how it ended with just them, you know, her in the kitchen, and he walks right by her, and he goes, he just goes downstairs and shuts the door. Who played him in that movie? It wasn't the original um, actor, um, Gunnar Hansen. I think he may have had a cameo in the movie, though. I think he had a cameo as a store uh, store clerk or something like that, but it was some other guy. Nobody that we know of. or Who played him in the um, the Michael Bay remakes? Uh, Andrew Bonarski. He's been in a lot of shit. He was uh, Christopher Walken's son in Batman Returns. Chip Shrek. He was in uh, Any Given Sunday, that big that big white the, dude. Um, that was roided up. Yes. The one that, the, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Him. That's right. Um, and he he's been around. Like he was in that movie, The Program. Yep. He was pretty much that. playing, <laughs> playing the same, 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 same guy. character. Yeah. That, was, same that was him. Guy. <laughs> he left, that was him he when he was college. in college. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Went to the pros and was yes. still fucked up. So he, he's been in a lot of shit. Um, I haven't seen that fucking movie in forever. Oh, it's, it's a good movie. The it's, Program. That's such an underrated sports movie. That, too, that was man. a good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Halle Berry up and now. Damn, I ain't seen that shit in forever. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um. So yeah, we have, and then we had Leatherface that nobody fucking saw. Nope, nobody. Which was a prequel to the original. original. Yeah. Which is weird. You got to have a prequel to the original. Yeah, and then, and I, then I we had, and then we had a prequel to the remake of the original. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, I mean, which, which was the, the beginning, which is yeah, the beginning, but that was the first one once we did it. Right. Yeah. They did yeah, it first. Yes, so, yes. But then yeah. you had a remake that remade a, a the beginning. It was see, th- that's why it, in this instance, start over. I don't give a shit about this movie. Just start over. If you're going to do it, just shit. start over. But at the same time, what can you do telling a, the, a first story that mm-hmm. you haven't done? You can't, we don't want to see that yeah, same shit. Yeah, because it's yeah. been done two or three times Thank already. We, we've already to, seen to, to it. To varying degrees of so quality. So you got to figure out something else. Right. The Friday the 13th reboot. They told it a whole different story. Yeah. In but su- the same. In, in, in such a brilliant way because that reboot is a combination of parts one, two, and three. And I thought they did it brilliantly. But we can't get a fucking remake of this shit or a sequel right. or anything. Yeah. But for some reason, they still talking about Texas Chainsaw. I think what Legendary needs to do is get on the phone with DC. <laughs> maybe talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre multiverse. Don DC Curry? DC Comics. Oh. Warner Brothers. I thought he was talking about... Daniel Cormier. Yeah. Yeah. To okay. Him too. He, okay. He's retired. He's got time. Okay. He's got time. Yeah, that's what they need to do. Introduce the Texas Chainsaw Massacre multiverse. That way none none of this stuff, timeline inconsistencies, you none know of that doesn't matter. You joking. I am joking. How cool would that shit be? The horror movie they talk about multiverses. They'll watch. You'll, Friday you'll the see. Friday 13th to be the first one to do it. If all of this stuff is successful with Warner Brothers and DC down the line, this is exactly what'll happen. They'll go from talking about cinematic universes to multiverses. They've already tried to to combine the horror uh, icons of the '80s, and it didn't work. Yeah, 
Well, not until 2003. Yeah, Frey versus. But that's Houston, what I'm saying. Yeah. The the storyboard version was supposed to include some more. They couldn't get the licenses. Right. These motherfuckers don't like to play play well with each yeah. other. It's yeah. I as it stands now, I really could care less about this reboot or whatever it is. And I'm normally not even like this. Normally, I'm kind of open to, okay, well, let's see what happens. In this regard, I don't care. I, I know. Because like how you talk about the X-Men franchise, that's this, the horror version. Yeah. yeah basically. It's all over the fucking place. It, it is. It really is. And so, I, will, I will say even worse. Yeah. Because it, it, at least with the X-Men movies, they try to have some kind of thread of connectivity. It's not just that. I can but, look at those movies and tell... What goes where? Right, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Those movies, like I said, I thought 3D was connected to the Bay films. And it's not. Nope. It's connected to the OG the original. films. Yeah. So, three, even, even 3D, Halloween. Yeah. Even Halloween does it. But you can still tell what goes where, who's yes. with what. Because they only remade it once. Right. Rob Zombie is the only one that, that his is. his two are the only ones that's not affiliated with John Carpenter's. Until you get to Halloween 2018, in which case Halloween's two through H2, oh, I'm sorry, two through Resurrection are no longer canon. But what yeah. I'm saying is they're still connected to John Carpenter's side, not Bef- before the, 2018. Yeah, got, not, yeah, not, I got you. Not I got Rob Zombie's. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so you yeah, got John yeah. Carpenter's. Yeah. Originals mm-hmm. plus the those ones that you know the, the many many sequels yeah, that were made that yeah. shouldn't have been but and then you got you know Rob Zombie's mm-hmm. but whatever so it's a little easier to understand way easier Texas Chainsaw it's yeah. fucking nuts not so much yeah it's like we took all these cables on the table and just jumbled them up. And you won't know what goes where. I mean, m- most of the time we don't when when uh, we're recording this. So yeah, that's no big deal. with a little tug, we can find out where. Ain't nothing wrong with a little go. tug. Yeah, a little tug. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we're gonna take a yeah. Let's take a break. Take a little tug, and we'll be right back. <laughs> we're talking about taking a tug on these cables to see where they where they connect. <laughs> Jesus, guys, Christ. get your minds out of the gutter, ladies. That and gentlemen. wasn't no better, Jamal. Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll be, we'll be right back with more. We like it so what? Right after this. And we're back with more. We like it so what? Don't worry, this episode hasn't been remade or rebooted just yet, but uh, it could be. Forgot to mention, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Like It So What. That's one word. Keep up with all the latest goings on with your boys at We Like It So What. Okay, so we talked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the the sequel reboot to the original. But Eric, there's another reboot on the horizon. What is that? Oh, oh yeah, let me pull it up real quick. It's coming through now, Con. okay so talking about reboots and John Carpenter so apparently there is a reboot of the thing that's in early development with Blumhouse and John Carpenter what thing 
You said the thing. What John thing? Carpenter's the thing. Oh, John Carpenter's the yes, thing. That okay, came gotcha. out, That came out in June of 1982. Gotcha. Yes. Not that thing that. Not that thing. James Brown was talking about. Right. Not do what that thing. Yeah. That Lauren Hill was talking about. Not even okay. that thing you do. That Tom Hanks movie. Not even that. But yeah. Which. The main thing that intrigues me about this is as Blumhouse and John Carpenter is going to be directly involved like he was with um, the new Halloween movies. Why can't we get a sequel to the to the original? Because we got a prequel. That movie has one of the best endings of all time. And me personally, I I don't think we should. Now, I mean, I, I don't even think we should get a reboot, honestly, because no. The Thing is essentially a perfect movie. It's a masterpiece of cinema. Horror, sci-fi, you can throw it in any one of those genres. That movie is damn near fucking perfect. And the practical effects are still amazing to this day. This is had a burp. Um, and that's one of the reasons why the prequel didn't fully work. Because they, all the effects were digital. And it takes you completely out of the movie. We've discussed this before. Give me practical effects over digital any day of the week. It, may be, it may be more expensive, but it'll look better. And, and you, can, you can suspend your disbelief a whole lot more. Because at least it looks real. At least it looks like something you can touch. Now, do you think that would be a note they try to... to Carrie in this movie, let's let's go for more practical instead of more CGI. If if Blumhouse is involved, I would say so. You think they'll probably have a smaller budget too to yes, work with. Yeah. Which means that it will whoever's doing this, and I haven't fully read the article in its entirety, but whoever's gonna do this, yes, the budget will be smaller. But at least it's gonna allow them to be more creative with how they're gonna do these effects. Instead of just opening up the bank and saying, Okay, well here, do this. You have you have this whole uh um this digital vendor at your disposal, they can do all your effects. It's like, no, I mean, come on. Now I'm pretty sure some things will be digital because why not? But if you can, if you can try to capture the, the look and the feel of the original, go practical. At least you'll kind of reel me in a little more if you do that. Then again, we still don't know who's going to be directing it. But I do take comfort knowing that John Carpenter will be involved. Lee so. Wynell. It, it might be. <clears throat> well, he's already doing the Wolfman remake. Oh, yeah, that's right. What can be said or done for a thing reboot that said hasn't in, already been Said done? in a different location. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. And see, even that can be tricky because that's another reason why the original is so good. The isolation of, 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 of being in the, uh, the Antarctic. Yep, there you go. Which, I mean, I understand, but I'm like Jamal. What what, what are you going to do that's this different? Right. It's just a retelling of, a, of the same story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I think the notion of any reboot or remake is like you have to kind of maybe touch on an element that you didn't get to touch on in previous or improve on something that you didn't get to do in the previous movie. I think that's what makes remakes necessary and essential for me. Mm-hmm. Don't just do it because, oh, it's 
it's been 20 years, we can make another one. Mm-hmm. And people yeah. forget. Or we're about to lose the license. Yeah, this, this. we need a property that we yep. can make a franchise, a franchise out of. Let's make, a, make another one. Mm-hmm. And you remake it, and it, it's shit. You know, and then here comes the excuses as to why, Mm -hmm. you know, the studio did this or Mm -hmm. such and such did that, you know. Because I was thinking about this the other day when you sent that link. It's like, damn, like, we're getting another one? But then I thought, okay, we just, we got hyped over another version of Batman. Yeah. This is like the fourth or fifth version of Batman we've seen in a few years. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, why not just try to continue on with the old one or the the previous version of that? But we're getting another version of Batman, so why why harp on a new version of the thing? Good point. I mean, it's like if there's a new a new story that can be told or whatever you can do, change the location, maybe modernize. I always feel like modernizing and updating can kind of work against you. Right. And then, too, mm-hmm. we still don't really fully know the details. Yeah. All, all we know is that it's in the early stages of development with uh, John Carpenter working with Blumhouse. And I'm guessing that whoever, like, whatever the impetus the impetus of this idea was, it, they had to have made a good pitch to Carpenter the same way uh, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green did with Halloween. They went directly to him and said, look, we, we know this franchise has been done to death. You've been hands-off since the original Halloween too, but this is what, this is what we're thinking about doing with your characters. What do you think? And then they went to the studio and then once they were all on the same page, then they made Halloween 2018, which was a huge success and they're doing the sequels and whatnot. So I'm thinking that whatever the idea was, it had to been good enough for Carpenter to be involved. Is John Carpenter Back on the cocaine. <laughs> no. No. Because a, a handful of his movies have been remade. And he's had nothing to do with them. Yeah, that's with what it, I'm with, saying. With the exception of Halloween 2018. Because you know he didn't want to do stuff. They threw a lot of money. Yeah. He was on cocaine. Well, that was that was years and years ago. I'm just saying. Yeah. But I mean, but he, Suppose he's. Suppose he's back on the horse. Back on no, that stuff. I don't believe that. But he he's he's very he he's not a Hollywood like studio guy. Like he's very candid, you know. Like he doesn't really mentor words. If there's something he doesn't like, he'll just say he doesn't like it. You know, if there's something he doesn't want to do, he isn't gonna do it. No, he really doesn't have to be involved with these movies now because he's making he's still making money. He, he tours and plays music, oh, yeah. you know. So he's he's already set. So I'm thinking whatever you know this idea was had to have been compelling enough for him to say, okay, I'll I'll be involved, you know. So like I said, that's what that's what really piqued my interest is that he he's involved and that it's Blumhouse and Blumhouse is is on a roll. They've been on a roll here lately. They're what? Not, oh, go ahead. What if? Instead of saying, oh, we're going to do a modern take on it, let's say, what if it was set in the 50s? Because if right. it's based on a radio story, mm-hmm. what if they kind of go back to that, a more stripped down version? So like you're the original not so, Howard Hawks? Yeah, movie? so you're yeah. not so reliant on technology and, oh, we can track it with infrared and all right. this bullshit they would do in a modern version mm-hmm. of it. Because John Carpenter's The Thing is a remake. 
Yeah. So there we go. So we're getting another a reboot of the reboot, and we got a we got a prequel to the original, which was a <laughs> reboot. It's it's I've real go, sad. I've gone cross-eyed. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it's real sad because I don't think we are going to. I I can't see us getting these movies. We see it for the first time. It's like, you know, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, like those movies. Mm-hmm. You didn't see it when it came out. I'm just saying those mm-hmm. type of movies. Like when you just brought up the fifties or go back further with just radio, Water Worlds. Yeah. yeah. Remember what that shit did to like in real life? People thought that shit thought was, that real. Shit was yeah. real. Yeah. Can you imagine being able to make some shit now that had that kind of effect on people? Right. Nobody has that originality. That's a good point. We've seen and done damn near everything, if not everything. Well, you got viral videos that people will try to say or fake and whatnot. That's as close as an effect as we get now. Now, some of those, don't get me wrong, I've seen some of those. Some of those are actually good. Yeah. And um, I think they made a movie out of one. I can't remember the name of it, though, where the ghost would be on, in the corner. person was the monster or whatever. And they see it. They Like, when they get ready to turn the lights off, or either they turn the lights off, excuse me. Oh, you mean lights out? out. Lights out. Yeah. It was a short. And I can't remember if it was yeah, called was Lights it. Out or and not. And they turned into a they movie. They turned into a yeah. movie. But that was, that short was... It was scary as fuck. It was good. Mm-hmm. Now the movie, I I can't remember if I seen it or not. I haven't seen the movie. And that's bad. I can't remember if I seen this or not. So if I seen it, it was like, eh. It wasn't like that short. That short was fucking It was effective. That was that was genius. Yeah. Yeah, as if like certain ideas can exist in a vacuum and once you go beyond that or try to expand it, it it takes some of the effectiveness out of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So do you think that's 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 better? 15, 20 minutes short. It it depends on it it depends on the 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 story you're trying to tell. Whatever the content may be, it it, it depends. And then the other, prob- other problem is do you get okay, we make a re a reboot is it going to be set in the 80s and then we can have another version of McCready and another version of Keith David's character and all this other Childs, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, and because the thing was made at a certain period of time where you had like, you know, uh, beginning of like the AIDS epidemic and dealing with paranoia, like all those are underlying things yep. in that movie that people yep. don't pick up on. Yep. They just see, they take everything at face value and they don't pick up on the nuances. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the isolationism, like you said, the paranoia, you know, the the um, how something can affect you and get in your blood, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't know who to trust. That stuff that, played a big part in movies back then, right? Even movies before it mm-hmm. played a big part. Now we're so used to every damn thing. Yeah, you know, the only thing that right now to be the whole race, mm-hmm. sexual uh, orientation. You know, that's the stuff that we get, we see. Mm-hmm. And shit gets old. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. Because you, you're hard pressed to find a movie, much less a horror movie, that was done as good as he did it. And keep in mind, that movie bombed when it came out back mm-hmm. then. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think the thing. 
The Thing and Blade Runner came out on the same weekend. Two weeks after E.T. Shit. They were doomed. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. They were fucking doomed. Yeah. But they didn't know that. Because who, who, who really right. knew E.T. was going to be as big right. as it was? Right. And and what's funny is that on the Thing Blu-ray, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was uh, uh, the dog wrangler on the Thing. Yeah. He turned down a lead role in E.T. to do John Carpenter's The Thing because he already had it booked. And Steven Spielberg couldn't give him a, a, a start date for him, for him to come to the set. He's like, I don't, I don't know if I'm even going to shoot this. I can't give you a date. He's like, if you give me a date, I'll do it. But if you can't, I'm going to do this thing with John Carpenter. And it was E.T. Hmm. Damn. Traded one alien for another. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And see now, E.T. is still the shit. It's still a classic. Yeah, but it but was now, big at the time, right? And it's still big. It in resonates, yeah. But but it, I don't think the I don't think E.T. has the same lasting effect that the thing and Blade Runner do now, because they're they're cult classics. E.T. is too. It is, but, but it's, it's it's they're 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 different. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're different. Yeah, you know, but it it was such a wildly successful movie that it just completely overshadowed everything in its wake. Yeah, and movies that weren't successful back then, like The Thing and Blade Runner, are now like sci-fi masterpieces because you know the shit they were doing back then had never been done before. You could consider they were, you could say that they were ahead of its time, you know, and those weren't feel-good movies, no, at all. No. So if they remade The Thing. Would they be able to capture that same level of isolationism, the paranoia? Would they be able to do that? Who knows? Maybe. Would, would, would they be ballsy enough to have that same bleak ending that the original had? It would be a jump scare ending. Probably. Be I, jump, think, I think they jump scares the every every two minutes. I think they'll do the ending. But but I mean, the ending of the thing is so good. I mean, would you want to see the same kind of ending? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we it's we're already going to see the same, pretty much the same thing, right? Because they shot uh, an alternate ending to the thing yeah. where uh, uh, McCready survives, mm -hmm. and he's back stateside, and they give him the blood test, and it turns out that he's he's still human. Yeah, no mention of childs. You don't know what happened to him at all. But McCready survived. Mm -hmm. But Carpenter cool. was like. We're not going to use this ending. No, it's too. It, it's it's too happy. Yeah, it's too happy. The end. The, the original ending is the best. It's it's a lot of these movies. You get like a happy ending. You know what I mean? We and don't always don't have to it. have a happy ending, right? Because Look, it's a lot of. It's a lot of shit out there. We, just, right? It's just fact. Yeah. I mean, we probably wouldn't survive. Right, and sometimes you need to have a bleak ending. I mean, look at the ending of uh, remember that movie Fallen with Denzel? Yeah. The killer wins. Yep. Yeah. Look at yeah. seven, which was a good fucking movie. Yeah, Fallen is a seven, but yeah. but, but Fallen it's underrated. I don't, I don't think he gets enough credit. It doesn't. That's a good fucking movie. It really is. Great thriller. Yeah, where the bad guy wins. Seven, the bad guy wins. He wins. You asked what was in the box. Yeah, yeah. Morgan Freeman said, "If you kill him, he will win. He will win." And Brad Pitt became. Wrath and John Doe wins.
movies nowadays aren't ballsy enough to have that kind of ending. Nope. Because a lot of studios won't go for it. Nope. Because they, the, they don't think, are we not mature enough to handle these endings? I mean, no. come on. No, we're not. I mean, come we're on. We're not. Look, see, at, all, look, at, look at the shit that's going on right now. Yeah. We are not. Right. But then, too, I think it would also depend on the kind of star power you have that would, because like Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman said, we're not doing the movie if you change the ending. Yeah. Hmm. When they read the script, they said, I, that's if, good for them. If you change the ending, we're not, like they had a unified front. They said, we're not doing this if you change the ending. Yeah. The, they the, the, the ending, the original ending is brilliant. If you change that, we walk. And they let, they, they they honored what they what they wanted. They stuck to the to the original screenplay, and we have the ending that we got, which is seven is one of the best endings of all time. Change too. that change that ending, and you have any you, other fucking movie. Yeah, you change the whole movie. It came out. Yep, he went against human nature. Yeah, that's that was human nature to do yeah. what he did. Yep, you killed my fucking pregnant. Spoiler alert for Seven if you haven't seen it. Fuck it. You should have seen it's, it by Yeah, now. it's fucking 25 years old. You better have seen it. Yeah. Cut her goddamn head smooth <laughs> off. What's in the box? Brad Pitt was so fucking good in the, at the end of that movie, man. <laughs> he was good, man. I loved it. Yep. Loved it. So anytime, see, like I said, anytime these reboots or remakes pop up, I just say, "Ah, oh, shit, here we go again." <laughs> but what about new ideas, new original ideas, Eric? You got any news on that? Other than Tenant, nope. Well, what about the Kaiju score? Oh, well, that's a new well, original idea. That's a. Is it you're, not? You're, you're right. It's a very new. You're right. So, original. you're absolutely right. So, let me pull that up. So, the kaiju score, and Murph, I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners don't know what the fuck a kaiju is. I would hope so. If they've seen Pacific Rims, yeah. then they'll know. <laughs> if they have Pacific seen Pacific Rim, excuse me. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. That's a kaiju. He is the most famous. Yes. He's the Elvis Presley of uh of he kaijus. Is. He is. Hopefully not w- racist. Would you say like he's Elvis James Lee. Brown of kaiju? <laughs> to us. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, us to, he is. To, yeah. to us. Yeah. He's the Michael Jackson <laughs> of kaiju. <laughs> um so the kaiju score is described as a Quentin Tarantino film taking place in some corner of a Godzilla movie. And if you've seen Godzilla 2014 or King of the Monsters, then you know how much of a blast they were. Uh, the kaiju score follows the heist that takes place during a giant monster attack. And honestly, that sounds pretty damn cool. Based on an upcoming graphic novel from writer James Patrick and artist Rim Bro with two O's. Brew? Brew? Or is it Brew? B R O O? Or maybe Brew? it's Bro. As Matt Riddle would yeah. say. That would, that, would be, yeah. that would be three. The original bro. <laughs> At least four. Stallion. At least four. Three or four. Stallion Riddle. <laughs> right. So the Kaiju score graphic novel hasn't even hit shelves yet, but Sony has already snapped up the film rights, per the Hollywood Reporter. I hate Sony. 
and you can see why. The premise is cool as hell. The story follows four criminals attempting the perfect heist in the middle of a giant monster attack on the city. That's pretty interesting. It is. I like it. I like it. I'm I'm sold on the premise alone. But at the same time, well, now, now of course we need to know more. Yeah, I'm also one of those people that's like, yeah. you see this shit going on out here. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like I said though the other day, it's like the easiest way to make a movie is to make a comic book out of it first. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these studios they want new properties and new franchises so they say okay wow what's let's go to the comic book store let's see, see what's going on over there yeah and there's still tons of ideas that haven't even been you know turned into you know film properties yet exactly. i mean marvel's had their they've had their day in the sun dc and warner brothers obviously um you know but there's still tons of ideas that haven't been Lots. that haven't been made yet yeah but that's if you but want to Oh, that's right. What? Nothing. What? That movie sucked. Oh, with blood. Bloodshot. Shot. Which oh, is yeah. coming back to yeah. theaters, by the way. What? Yeah. Why? Because it didn't make any money the first time. Because of uh, still ain't. Well, somebody, someone will see it. Not me. Sure, not me either. But yeah, there's tons of ideas that have yet to be made into movies. But that's if you go with the idea of, okay, we want to take a comic book you know, story turned into a feature film or whatever. Yeah, like I said, you know, we've got Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse, but there's still tons of independent comics. Variant. Yeah, comics Outcome. that haven't, yeah, haven't even been, um, yeah. Which is on the DC. Which is the interesting thing, it's snapping up the movie rights to something that hasn't even been released yet. As if the idea, the premise itself can carry a movie, right? And you have the benefit of okay, we're going to turn this this idea into a feature film. You don't necessarily have to take it, you know, wholesale from the comics. You can expand, you can add or subtract whatever you want to do. Which is, I guess, it's a good thing for the creators of this, whatever this is, because yeah, yeah. apparently, you know, for a studio to snap them rights up before the the book even hits shelves, that's I think that's saying a lot. Yeah, but at the same time. Kudos to Sony uh-huh. for recognizing somebody at Sony rather recognizing that this is a can't pass this. This up. premise sounds cool as shit. Yes, correct. And jumping on it before everybody else. Now I, I hate them motherfuckers right now. <laughs> but it was a great business. Decision. It is. Yeah. It is. And they're they're Sony's doing some smart shit. I mean, like they really are. Yeah, they really really are. Yeah. They are. They fucking up a lot of shit, but they they business decision wise, they're doing some good shit. Yeah. It's two premises, well, two potential movie ideas I would have never thought to put together. Me neither. No. No. That's why when I saw the holo- uh the uh the headline, I was like, That's new. New is good. It is. Because, it, it you know, it's also kind of a shame that, well, I don't want to say a shame because it's not a bad thing, but, you know, it's it's unfortunate that something like this has to get our attention. 
versus a completely new idea that's not based on anything that we've previously seen, you know? But then again, not everybody can be a Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Because studios aren't going to have, they're not going to hand over that kind of money to um, a young filmmaker or filmmakers with a um, outlandish kind of idea, especially if they're unproven. Yeah, you know, you're right. which is which is why a perfect example, which is why Warner Brothers gave the Wachowski brothers that movie Bound. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That was their first movie. They gave them the made the idea for the Matrix first. Yeah. And they said, "Well, this is really ambitious. This is going to be very expensive. We can tell you're passionate about this right here, but you're not ready for this yet. So what other ideas do you have?" That you know that we can do, that's modest. That can prepare you for this undertaking that you want to do. And they wrote bound. And they also said, "This is the sex scene, and we're not cutting it." With uh, Gina Gershon and Jennifer Tilly, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> but at the time, it was you know, vanilla still. Yeah. No fuck. Yeah, but you know, but but again, at nineteen ninety five, oh, hot lesbian action like that at the time, <laughs> it it hadn't been seen before, but but them sticking to their guns at least let the studio know us. Okay, well they, you know, yeah, they know exactly what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. they have a vision they want to stick exactly, with. and they did it yeah. and said, okay, the Matrix, do the first one. <laughs> Do the first one. No, we're not going to give you and all that, three. Do I, I the first that. one. Yeah. Is that smart? It yeah. is. That's smart. It is. It, it paid off, regardless of what people want to say about the sequels. Mm-hmm. Smart by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Very, very smart. And it worked out really good for everybody involved. Yeah. So would you use the Wachowskis as an example? Christopher Nolan, he's, he's a G. Who has a lot of control. Because he's paid his dues. And he's made that studio a lot of money. And they open up the, the fucking bank vault to him. So, all right, do your thing. Because they know they're going to get a massive return on their investment. Because he's proven. And he's, you no, know, I don't know how the hell he even comes up with these ideas. Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that dude is talented. And... That's why I can't wait to fucking see Tenet. How well did uh, Upgrade do in the theaters? What? Up, upgrade. Uh, upgrade. Uh, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a big hit, but yeah. it turned a profit considering its budget. Yeah, you think about that, that is more or less an original idea. Yes. I thought that was, I thought that was a, a, a really good fucking idea and movie. I liked it. Which led to Lee Wynell getting the Invisible Man job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because at the time, he, he might have been in, let's say, unproven as a director. But say, which he had done established a couple of small, as a screenwriter. It's yeah. like a couple of small, um, I think he did a couple of the Insidious sequels. Yes. He had been writing for years, you know, because yeah. he yeah. co-wrote uh, 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 Saw 1 and Saw 2. So he had been I writing. he was involved in. And he was in series. Saw. He was? He was uh, the guy in the room with uh, Carrie Owens. Yep. The, the other the, guy. In the oh, first shit. Okay. That's him. Yeah. yeah, and he was also in uh, the Matrix sequels. Yeah, he sure was. He Damn. he was the guy. 
on uh, Captain Rowland's ship with the with the leg brace. Yeah. And when when the Sentinels came at the end to reload it and blew it up, uh, he fell through the the catwalk and got impaled. Yeah. Yeah. When they were talking with the keymaker, I mean, damn. that's him. So he's been around for a while. Yeah. But as far as his and he was always a gifted writer, but upgrade showed upgrade showed what he could do as far as having an original concept and his execution was just it's outstanding. And so so and so uh Universal was like, huh, okay. See what you can do with the invisible man. We'll give you seven million dollars. Do your thing. See, and even movies like uh Ken that came out yes. years ago, Slight. Yes. Those are yes. movies that to me they have interesting original ideas, but they, they fly under the radar. Yes. And because they do, not a lot of people get to see them, so it's which, not really turning which the Ken profit. was it was promoted pretty heavy. Something kind happened of. around that, didn't it? Just no, no nobody nobody saw it, man. Yeah. I just which which is a shame. I thought something had happened around because it that didn't Ken with it. It's good. I still ain't got to see it. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it slight though, but yeah. slight got good reviews. Yeah. It's just, just nobody wanted to go see it. Wasn't that a no, WWE Studios that. movie? It was. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they helped finance it. It had a lot of good reviews. But, but did it, and it had no wrestlers in it. No. It? No, no I wrestlers. Think so. They, they just good. go finance it. That's it. Yeah. That's good. I'm surprised. Yeah. If, you know what? I bet John Cena was in it. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably. Even if he was, we couldn't it, see him. We didn't see him. Probably. But yeah, it sounds like a very potentially interesting idea. The kaiju score. Let's say it's Ocean's Eleven meets Godzilla, and we'll see how it turns out. But yeah, I am all for original ideas. So in this world of remakes, reboots, sequels, sometimes prequels, prequels yeah. Side equals. <laughs> Pre-boots. It's prequel reboots. Requels. Yeah. Because I'm still waiting and never get it on a wanted sequel. Oh, I am have to be a different I, cast. I am number four. I am number five. Ah, yeah, that was that had so much potential too. What's the movie with Chris Evans? Um, push, push, push. I didn't even like that damn movie. Push was good. I like that. Push was solid. You I, have either you guys seen Project Power yet? Yeah, not yet. Okay, so I haven't seen it. I, I've seen it. They kind of like put it. me in the mind of being in the same world as that. It's, it's push, it's push, yeah. push I mean, it, with a with some version of a limitless. I can, yeah. I can see. And we're not talking yep. about Keith Lee. Yeah, limit <laughs> limited. <laughs> if, if you've been paying attention to wrestling news now, I could, I could see those two. Yeah, limited, limitless being a prequel, push being a sequel to Project Power. Mm -hmm. You'd have to see the movie to understand that, right? Yeah. That was pretty fucking good, Jamal. Yeah. This motherfucker right here. I, I try every now and then. One of brothers. One Get your shit together. One a brother. Back your trucks up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've had a little bit of news going on. Yeah, a little bit. I don't want to say it's been a slow, I mean, it hadn't been a slow news week, obviously. We talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah. Especially on, on We Like It So What. That's right. So, hopefully, you've enjoyed listening to this episode. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Like It So What. Give us a follow. 
Give us a review on your favorite podcast platform, whatever that may be. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. That's right. Because <laughs> we are here for you, ladies and gentlemen. It's YouTube. Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> we ain't made it that far yet, man. Sorry. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Sorry. See it's, it's, not, it's not our budget yet. Yeah. Leave us a tip <laughs> if, if you feel so inclined. Or, or maybe we'll leave the tip. Just the tip? <laughs> See, I've been Hit Jamal. my only fan. <laughs> That, yeah, that's next on the agenda, too. <laughs> got to make money somehow. We got to keep this operation going. Damn right. Cocaine. Butthole picks. It's oh, gross. <laughs> so on that note, I've been Jamal Murphy. I'm Eric Bethel. And I'm Terry Gravely. And this has been We Like It So What, and we will catch you next time.